Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in the character. Good morning, Ernie. Hello, Bert. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. I love Bert and Ernie. Good morning. Good morning. Good happy Monday to you. Oh, ya. there it is. Yep. Happy Monday to you. Two weeks in a row. It is. It is. Yeah. This is episode two hundred and ninety-one. You're right. It's two ninety-one. It is two ninety-one. Yep. Yep. Tomorrow we'll record 300. It's too bad that we've done pizza for Food Fridays already because episode 300 on a pizza party would be pretty good. Would have been pretty great. Yep. We're going to have to come up with something pretty epic because yep. biscuits and gravy is pretty epic. We could punt. We could punt. We'll we've, see. We've already said we're going to do it. Um, but you guys are probably here to learn about Burt Reynolds. Yep. Because it's his birthday. I am. It's his birthday. 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 Yeah, but if your name is Burt Reynolds. It is birthday. Yep. Birthday. You're gonna cut that out and you're gonna um, use yeah. it over uh-huh. and over with me saying birthday. Yeah. You guys might know um Mr. Reynolds from being the father of Ryan Reynolds of Death Pool fame. It's not correct at all. But what you don't know is that he was from nineteen seventy eight to nineteen eighty two the only person to boast a five consecutive years at the top of the Quigley's top ten moneymakers list. What's the Quigley's? I've never heard of Like, what is this measurement? It's d- down the street. Quigley's, believe it or not. It's the... <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Sorry, folks. If you're not in Los Angeles, there's a Ripley's, believe it or not, mm-hmm. on Misty's Way Home. Yep. And it has a huge dinosaur on the top of it. Named and the Quigley. dinosaur is wearing a mask. It's That's cute. hilarious. It's real funny. Um, there used to be a list dating back like before the 40s because Bing Crosby was the only person before Burt Reynolds to beat him on that list for five years in a row of top 10 moneymakers. Okay. So he was in the top 10 moneymakers from 1978 to 1982 and he was the number one for five years wow, straight. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. can we go back to you claiming that he's Ryan Reynolds' dad? Sure. Ryan dead. Reynolds yeah. is Canadian. Burt Reynolds is Flor- also from Canadian. Florida. Canadian, Florida. Florida. He's Floridian. Is that how he's, you can't say that, that what they say? You Floridian? Can't say that anymore. Can't say that anymore. Why can't you say that anymore? I don't know. Because nobody wants to claim being a Floridian. I, don't, I definitely don't. <laughs> well, I read I, I read so much about Burt Reynolds, but this one really made me laugh, and it's it, partially because you love the movie Die Hard so much. Yeah. Do you know that Burt Reynolds was up for Bruce Willis's character in Die Hard? A hundred percent. Bruce Willis was actually the last person they wanted, and the, somebody believed in him so much that they made it happen. Look at yeah. look what he he turned it down. He said mm-hmm. no, thank you. And after the movie came out and was super popular, uh, somebody asked him, "Do you regret turning that role down?" And he said, "I will never regret turning anything down that Bruce Willis does." Not the kindest words, um, but if you're Burt Reynolds, I guess you can get away with no, that. No, you could take that as a compliment. No, it was not meant as a compliment at all. Oh. It, it he, was He didn't not, have admiration for Mr. Willis? No, he was like, I will, I never want to be considered for something in the same realm that Bruce Willis would do. Oh, gross. It was meant that way. I thought he was a gentleman, but I guess not. <laughs> he, he's, he was not, definitely not always known as a gentleman. That's he, also true. He spoke his mind, and that's what a lot of people admired about him, though. That's true. 
Uh, he got his start. Uh, I'm just going to read. Here, let's read it together, guys. Uh, after a serious knee injury and subsequent car accident, ended a promising football career at Florida State University. Uh, also, I think, similar to The Rock. went to Florida State. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see here. Reynolds found his way into acting. He got his start in a series of television roles, including a regular gig on the Western series Riverboat, everybody's favorite show, then hit the big screen big time with his breakout role in John Borman's 1972 Backwood classic, Deliverance, which is also basically a documentary on where Ike grew up. <laughs> he says that um, he's that's the role that he's the proudest of, is Deliverance. Yeah, he actually he, does he says that some it's actual best acting, acting in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's most notably known for Smokey and the Bandit, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Which is a fantastic movie. You can't yeah. not love it. Um, Playboy did you know Magazine, he also... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Playboy Magazine called it the Gone with the Wind of good old boy movies. Okay, that's fair. Yep. I mean, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But did you know he also turned down the role of Han Solo as well as the lead male character in Pretty Woman, Edward Lewis? So the role that Richard Gere played? He turned both of those down. Han Solo, John McClane, and Edward Lewis. Three enormous movies. I mean, those all those came after his heyday too. Like it could have been a resurgence for Mm -hmm. him. Completely. Wow. Completely. He like at that point, he was probably coming close to moving into like the TV roles that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um this kind of I I read this and it kind of made me sad because he's definitely known as uh, a sex symbol like mm-hmm. that's you know the playboy spread that he's so famous for kind of known as that kind of guy that could have anybody and he married um the lady from wkrp lonnie anderson the blonde wkrp in cincinnati yeah um but there's one person that he fell in love with and was in love with his whole life and that was Sally Field. Um, they dated for a long time, and he asked her to marry him several different times, and she turned him down every time. Oh. And he decided to finally move on. And he said in his later years before he passed that she was definitely the one that got away, and that he still loved her. Hmm. And that just makes my heart believe in love again. Good old Bert. Falling in love. With little Sally Field. Like, perfect, you know, I mean, she's mm-hmm. like Miss Goody Goody, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're a very odd couple, I would think. Yep. You know? Like, yeah. Did you know that your boy Bert posed nude in Cosmopolitan Magazine? Uh, and it sold the most copies of Cosmopolitan Magazine ever. 1.6 million of uh, copies of that magazine sold out. It came out a short time before Deliverance was released in theaters, and Reynolds uh, said, I'm very embarrassed by it. Yeah, he didn't like it. He th- he, uh, I thought it cost some actors in Deliverance an Academy Award, Reynolds told Morgan. It cost uh, Pierce Morgan in this interview. I think it cost John, and I think it cost Ned Beatty, who certainly deserved an Oscar nomination, but I think it hurt me too, was his quote from me. You know, it's really interesting because I would not see it that way. Not like now. back then. Yeah, but back then. That that was completely like Playboy and Playgirl magazine were sold in grocery stores at that point. You know, th- things that were, I'm not sure. It's, it's very weird because I feel like things that were a little bit more risque were a little bit more publicly acceptable then. In 71? It, yeah. 
Like, I mean, Cosmopolitan, like now, Cosmopolitan has to cover up for like probably about five years, they covered up their covers in grocery stores of women mm-hmm. because of how how overtly sexual they were. Yeah, now. They didn't do that the- then. They didn't do that then at all. No, like, dude, I remember being in the grocery store and looking up at magazines and being like, whoa, whoa, Hmm. that's more skin than I've ever seen in my whole life. That's interesting. Yeah. So I I don't know why he he looks so poorly upon that between the Playboy and the Cosmo. Like, I mean, I I guess you wouldn't want to be known your whole career as the guy that posed naked a couple times. But yeah. Or, I mean, if you're looking... For re- I mean, all the rest of those guys that he listed went on to be like very well respected and like Academy Award winners and like big time. He executive. won an Academy Award for Boogie Nights, didn't he? He did. Well, he got. I know he was nominated. Uh, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, I, I think he won an Academy Award. Uh, he was Boogie Oscar Nights. nominated. Okay. Okay. Uh, he turned down his Oscar nominated role in Boogie Nights seven times. Yeah. Um, that's so weird. He's just into turning stuff down. You know. It, Maybe he learned from doing those spreads. Like, oh, I wasn't completely comfortable doing these, but I did them. I need to yeah. learn to say no to things that I don't believe in or that I yeah. don't want to do. And he was—he played a porn producer. In he, but it's Boogie such Nights. a great movie. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not what you think it is, you know? It, it's not glorifying the entire idea of the porn industry. Like, it's, it's a very different movie. Um, so apparently on the eighth time... Paul Thomas Anderson went to Burt Reynolds' hotel room to offer him this film. Uh, one night, the eighth time, Anderson came to our room, and I said, look, you don't get it. And I went a little berserk. And at the end of the tirade, he said, and if you can do that in a movie, you'll get nominated for an Academy Award. And he was right. And he was right. Paul Thomas Anderson's so awesome. Yeah. God, these movies are just incredible. Man, we are flying through time. So I want to talk about, real quick, the film term that yes uh, tell me about this so if you're on set you do what's called coverage right so you would establish right now we're in what we'll call our wide or our master wide Mm -hmm. we used to have singles right there would be a single on me and a single on um misty (laughs) this person who's also in the room (laughs) i forgot to say that uh but if we were facing each other we would do what's called overs right so i would you shoot over my shoulder onto misty and over misty's shoulder onto me you could cut that with the wide and it would look conversational Burt Reynolds is famous on his over. So basically, it's basically just his shoulder. A lot of people mess around when they're, quote unquote, either off camera. If you're off camera, it's you know, it's called inside. And then it's an over and then blah, 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 whatever. So on his overs, he would throw, let's just say this microphone is the camera. He would throw his look. Oh, yeah. The Burt Reynolds look, look. That's called a Burt Reynolds when you get screen time on your face on your over, which is typically meant to be your, your other co-star. Cast yeah. Wow. So, so like kind of stealing the, yeah. if you say, give me a Burt or give me a Reynolds Dang. or give me a Burt Reynolds, then you're asking yeah. someone to throw their gaze into the eye line or into of, the frame line right. of the coverage while you're on someone else's over. Interesting. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's super cool. That's a little something from the film biz. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it a lot. All right, we got time for like what, two, three more facts? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, he was considered to be James Bond once. He was considered to be James Bond? He, w- he was considered for the role of James Bond. Um, he once again turned it away. 
Uh, in the 70s, James Bond producer Barbara Broccoli approached Burt Reynolds about taking over the mantle as legendary spy James Bond. And as ambitious as he was, he knew that James Bond couldn't possibly be played by an American actor and had to pass on the role. Whoa. Did you know he had some beef with Marlon Brando? Oh, they had hardcore beef, like down to the very end when Brando yeah. died. And they never met. You know where it started? I'll tell you. I don't remember. Coming up in the movie business, Burt Reynolds was a huge Marlon Brando fan. Brando did not share the sentiment. When Reynolds was being considered for the role of Michael Corleone for 1972's The Godfather, Brando admittedly declared that if Reynolds was given the role, he would remove himself from the project. The rest is history. How Bur like how do you know when you haven't even met someone? Well, Brando later said about Reynolds, he is the epitome of something that makes me want to throw up. He is the epitome of everything that is disgusting about the thespian. He worships at the temple of his own narcissism. Dang, those are strong words. And he never met him. Yeah, he never met strong him. Strong words. Yeah. Damn. Well, Bra Brando was like a true artist in he the was. form of acting. He, he absolutely and, was. Um, yeah. Bert kind of well, stumbled in through the stunt world. Yeah. Well, and also apparently part of it is because um, he was, Burt Reynolds was often compared in his younger years to looking, having a mm. resemblance to Brando. Brando and Brando, Brando hated, hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Um, but I'm going to try and wrap this up on one that's really funny. Okay. So in the 80s, the National Enquirer was a very big deal, like a very big deal. It, oh, yeah. I mean, it's something you bought with your woman's world and your good housekeeping and you read it every week. Yeah. So they reported constantly on Burt Reynolds. They followed him around. They followed him and his wife around. He was in the process of when he and Lonnie divorced, they were on the cover for, you know, six months at a time. And he had a very contemptuous relationship with the National Enquirer. Um, he decided to take revenge on them in a way that no one else has before. During a Christmas holiday, um, he flew his own personal helicopter over the National Enquirer's headquarters and dropped horse manure all over their very large and ornate Christmas tree that they had decorated outside. Wow. He flew shit it, all he, over. He flew it himself? He flew it himself and opened the hatch, and there went the horse poop all over their tree. Wow. So he shit on their Christmas. That's <laughs> eventually what, what happened there. That's nuts. I want to yeah. learn how to fly a helicopter now. So that you can drop poop on people? Uh, you know, It, it kind of makes me laugh, though, too, because the reason he was in such a big fight is because they covered him and Lonnie Anderson, who was on WKRP, a show which is also known for their Thanksgiving episode of dropping turkeys out oh, of a helicopter. That's hilarious. So I wonder if he got the idea out of the old ex-wife's TV show there. Maybe so. Yeah. Do you want to know uh, one last fact? I do. He was also a musician. I heard that. He dropped an album in 1973 called Ask Me What I Am. It didn't go so great. And there, I don't think there's, oh, here's the title track. Ask Me What I Am by Burt Reynolds. And we're going to let it take us out, right? We can't possibly get flagged for this. It's I got 1,000 streams on Spotify. Oh, Lord. Nothing has over 2,000, there's 2,600 streams. In fact, this sounds like something that someone has stolen, like Coldplay or something, sampled. Don't or ask me what tomorrow will 
like oh this okay. is terrible Bye, oh, Bert. Turn it off. <laughs> sorry about that oh folks. sorry Bert. he wasn't good at everything he, he was, was not good at everything he had no. a follow-up um not that i'm gonna play it but oh he had, um, god let's see here and then hop along cassidy no, that's his no, feature on that. No, 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 no. There's also uh, something called Incidental CB Dialogue by Snow, a Bandit and Snowman. Oh, it's... Break a wand, break a wand. This is the Bandit and the Snowman out there. Am I hitting you, son? Yep, this I don't know if people are going to be able to All right. That is all we can... Uh, I've run out of words. <laughs> and you know what? That means that since it's not Friday, it's we'll time. see yep. you tomorrow. What she said. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my